Joe Nash on Live 95. I think you might remember Anna Corrigan being on the Limerick Today show uh, before, talking about the Chew mother and baby home and her connection to it. Um, well, uh, we have her back on the line now uh, because, as I mentioned, and we chatted about in the first hour, the mother and baby home report is being published uh, today. Uh, good morning to you again, Anna. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Just to remind us briefly of your connection to the Chew mother and baby home, please. Um, well, my mother, Bridget Dolan, uh, gave birth to two, two children in the Chew Mother and Baby Home, and uh, John and William. And um, I started my research about 2012, and up until then, my mother died in 2001. I didn't know anything about her history. And um, so... John actually was born in 1946 and he died at 16 months old. Um, and I secured an inspection report and in the inspection report he was 14 months old and he was emaciated with a voracious appetite, no control over bodily functions, but he had been born normal and healthy. And he died at 16 months from the knees of, and they marked on his death certificate that he was congenital idiot. And then my mother stayed there for the year and she left and she sent back five shillings a month for his upkeep. And then she came back to the mother and baby home in Chum in 1950, pregnant again with her second baby, William. And uh, William was born and uh, seven months later, he was marked in the ledgers of the home as having died. You know, William has no death certificate, no reason for death, no medical certification of death, no nothing. So I believe that he was possibly trafficked to the United States. Right. And the book, My Name is Bridget, is, is based on that. And Alison O'Reilly, who wrote it, we were talking to her earlier. But Anna, how are you feeling now uh, today with this report, this long-awaited Commission of Investigation report about to be yeah. released? Well, it's a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, since Sunday, since the issue was released in the Independent, it kind of unsettled me, and it's just been, you know, up and down since then. I have a great habit of putting on my armour to deal with situations, but today I'm totally stripped back. I'm naked. Didn't sleep very well last night. Lots of thoughts about my family, and um, you know that also on my father's side himself and his two siblings were sentenced to 10 years in the industrial homes. And I also have an aunt, uh, Maura, who died in the industrial home in Lockray. She was 14, and I don't know where she's buried either, so I have it on both sides. So I'm suffering quite a lot today. So, And we are talking here about thousands and thousands of lives and deaths, many of them very young children. Many of them. I think the figure they gave out was 6,000, was it, in total? But I, I'd, I'd have to contend that that may not be right. But, I mean, they, there's eight, almost 800 in Chum and there's 1,200 in Shamrock, so that makes 2,000. So they're looking at 14 mother and baby homes and four county homes, and they're only a sample of those that actually existed in Ireland. So I contend that it might be an awful lot more. We'll never know. 
And do you see this as the start of a journey towards justice for them? Well, they never had a voice. They never had any justice when they were alive. Both both the mothers and the children were stripped of all their human rights. It was like Ireland's it was like Ireland's uh, um Holocaust. It was a genocide. I mean, families ripped apart, children taken away from their mothers, um women sent from mother and baby homes to Magdalene homes to spend the rest of their lives. Children sent to industrial schools, fostered out, it's an issue they haven't even looked at yet. I mean, children from five to six were fostered out into what I've heard some really horrendous situations. Mm. And while they were under the, the care of the state because they would have been wards of the state at that stage and yeah. the state would have been and, and, and I mean, ultimately the state is all of us. It's all of us listening this morning. How, yeah. what would, how would you like us to react? What do you want us to feel with the release em- of this? Em- empathy. Empathy is the most basic human, you know, emotion. I know people are suffering at the moment with COVID and they have their own personal issues and that. But I mean, empathy, it costs nothing. But I mean, it touches deep into our souls. If, we, if we're not empathic to, to other people, we're failing as human beings. And do you want the apology that the teacher is going to give tomorrow or not? Apologies is going to change nothing. Apologies have worn a bit thin now at this stage. We've heard apologies to Magdalene Homes and we've heard apologies to Industrial Homes. What we need is action. I mean, we need action for survivors. We needed it a long time ago. So are you saying then, because we've talked to a number of people who've been personally touched by this in the show this morning, that an apology of that kind should not happen tomorrow. It should wait until other things are done first. I reckon the practicalities have to be done. The community is ageing. People have suffered, suffered unbelievably and still suffered and carried this through their lives. And I mean, the community is ageing. And I have to mention here, we had one of our, we had one of our survivors of Chum die uh, late last week. And he lived in America. And it took quite a while for me to get the commission to speak to him, but they did. And his one dream was to come home here to Ireland to see his mother's grave and see the leprechauns. He was quite funny, you know. Yeah. And uh, now he's gone and he'll never see justice. So this seems to be the... We always believe... From day one, that it was delayed night, we all go away and die. And then it would be a historical moment. Okay, okay. Well, look, let's see how it transpires. But I do think the government have to think very, very seriously if enough of the survivors are saying they don't want the apology at this time as to whether or not it is appropriate to deliver it, uh, as it seems to be intended in the doll tomorrow. Call Limerick today now on 461995.